ये हो जाएगा Lindsay, you know what one of my favorite moments of the tour was? What? When we got to Minneapolis and the, like, the head of the venue was talking to us. She was really nice. And she put her bag down and I was like, hey, is that Everlane? And she was like, how did you know? And I was like, just wait. We know all about Everlane. And <laughs> I have that exact that bag. People do that to us. They're like, is that Everlane? Like as a gag. But now you're doing that to actual strangers. It's basically all i wear mm-hmm. at this point it's embarrassing but not because it looks True. great what's your favorite everlane thing that you've been wearing lately i got a new sweatshirt and i got a sweater and they're just gorgeous and i love them so much what's really offensive to us honestly is that we're spending our own money on everlane now <laughs> it's true it's become it's like gotten to that point you understand we get free everlane stuff when we do ads for this but we also end up spending our own money on That's everlane true. because it's so That's good true. I love my Everlane Renew coat. I love my Everlane bag so much. And I love my Everlane denim. I wear so much Everlane denim. You the love shirts. denim. You love denim. Ugh. Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. And they want you to know what you're paying for and why. So they tell you their real costs. They're very transparent about every step in their process from the materials they use to the ethical factories they work with. Their clothes look better. They cost less. They last longer. Boy, do I know it because I wear them all the time. Because Everlane sells directly to you, their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. And their essentials like the Cotton Crew t-shirt are exactly what they should be. They're simple, they're stylish, and they're made from high-quality materials. And right now, you can check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash who plus you'll get free shipping on your first order that is everlane.com slash who everlane.com slash who welcome to who weekly the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't i'm bobby finger i'm Lindsay weber and this is another episode of who weekly it's not even technically who's there it's a who emergency it's a who emergency we are technically answering frantic calls, so it is who's there, but we just wanted to devote this entire episode to one topic that we have been getting a lot of calls about. We've been getting a lot of calls about it. We've been getting a lot of tweets about it. Obviously, other stuff is happening, but because Lindsay and I are both incapable of focusing on anything else, we're just going to have to roll with this. This episode is exclusively about Operation Varsity Blues. Playing football at West Canaan may have been the opportunity of your lifetime. But I don't want your life. What is Operation Varsity Blues? It's the best thing that's happened to me in weeks. Oh my god, it involves... Everyone? It involves who-lebrities. It involves who-lebrities of all age brackets. It involves uh, rich people. It involves billionaires. It involves non-political related stuff, which is great. (laughs) Non-political related stuff. It's our favorite type of scandal, which is like a low-grade criminal investigation on a familiar who. So let's start from the beginning, and we'll do a brief explainer of, like, what happened, and then we'll, like, talk about what we care about. We don't even want to do any opening banter? None? I don't – what are we bantering about? Listen to our serious show. You'll hear all the banter you need. No, we should promote our serious show. Listen to our serious show. I guess this is the last day you can. Two to four today on Sirius Stars, Sirius XM Stars, excuse me, Channel 109. It's been so much fun doing this. We love taking calls. Oh, and come see us um, next weekend. Next Friday in Austin, next Saturday in Dallas. Come out. It's going to be so much fun. It'll be fun. It'll if be you great. come to the Austin show, chances are you're going to meet my family. <laughs> so, Oh, they're going to come? 
Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, oh that's yeah. awesome. Good. Okay, um, good. My brother, my, my brother was like, I might be out of town. Uh, my sister is <laughs> definitely coming. My okay, sister great. bought tickets like the day they went on sale. Can my parents are coming. And like huh? do stuff. Can they like do stuff on her the kids? stage with Oh, us? I'm sure she got a babysitter. I'm sure my oh. brother-in-law's staying home with the kids and she's coming oh. along. She's yeah. like, bye. Okay. Um, what else is going on? Oh, our voices are kind of whack because last night we did karaoke and it was so much fun. Haven't done it in a long time, and I know that's kind of like against brand, but I admit that sadly to a lot of people when they're like, "Oh, where are you singing recently?" And I'm like, honestly, it's been a dry spell. But last night, so good. It felt good we to sing again. I I admit it. We got a room, uh, just like a small group of people, and it was so much fun. Did some yeah. new stuff. Things that don't work at karaoke. Number one, "Honey" by Robin. In your dreams, it's amazing, but in reality, you're like, turn this off. So I turned it off. But you did do selfishly, which I liked, like for yourself. You did one verse. Like you were I like, tried. I'm gonna do it. I'm well, gonna do one verse. Well, by the end, we did three hours of the private room. What's by the, the song I did one verse of? Oh, Galileo by the Galileo. Indigo Girls. Yeah. Not a big hit amongst the room, but I selfishly <laughs> wanted to do one verse. By the end, it was funny because it was sort of like, um, we were just trying to cram in as many songs as we could by the end and we were approaching. So we were just doing like single verses, skip, single Which verse, I actually skip. like. It's like you get a verse and a chorus and you get to skip. Yeah. Um, you know what kills at karaoke and we haven't done it in a while? That's the way it is. Ugh, kills. Kills. What a delight to sing, too. A truly inspiring song to sing. Do you think it's her best song? Yes. And our friend Jess was killing it with her choices. I mean, oh, yeah. she was very, pulling out very, songs very, that very, I hadn't heard in forever. It was amazing. Everyone needs a Lala in their karaoke group who will just, like, stand <laughs> up and vogue during everyone's performances. Anyway, the only reason I bring this up is because I feel like maybe my voice isn't as bad as I thought it would be. It's not. Yours isn't that bad. I think, and mine is, I think, more mourning than it is, like, like bad. But it's, it's a I little mean, scratchy. We do need to protect our voices because it is our job. Yeah, it's our job. Um, Now we can get started with Operation Varsity Blues. I cannot believe that's what they called it. But I don't want your life. It's real. We didn't even make that up. Unbelievable. The cops, that's what the cops called it. The the feds. The feds feds. are calling it. So how did this happen? On Tuesday morning, we get all of our phones explode. And they're like, Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin are involved in crime. And then we were very surprised. And it was like, what do you mean? There's a big college admission scandal. Then within a couple hours, it turned into Felicity Huffman was arrested. She is in jail. She was then in jail. Lori Laughlin went to jail. What happened? The Cliff's Notes version is they both paid allegedly. No, bribes allegedly, it's in, in. They did in order to get their kids into college, but they went about it in the most unnecessarily expensive way, I guess. Well, so here's my here was my whole issue, and I think a lot of people are bringing this up. It's like usually if you're rich and influential, you have many me- – it's, you know, it's, it's totally fucked up. You have many routes to get your kids into college without merit. So you can, yeah, you I, can call a friend who went to the school and get them an exclusive interview, and you can like go through the admissions, and you can pay a lot of money and buy a building, much like half of NYU did you know, when I was there. Right. You can do all of these small things to get your kids into college like without dealing with – scores and whatever the this way is you know the actually a legal way versus being the the ethically fucked up way this way i've never thought that rich people even needed to deal with i yeah i always assumed that if you were rich and you had a kid you somehow bought something for the school or sent a letter or something a letter and buying something for the school usually a building something or just a huge donation yeah and that's how it worked yes i didn't i mean yes i understood that that was fucked up but i also just assumed 
that that's all you did. And I assumed that the children of super rich people didn't actually have to work to get into exactly. the school. So uh, when when Calls the Heart star, Lori Loughlin, former Full House, but our, our listeners know her as When Calls the Heart star, Lori, her husband, Massimo, of Massimo fame, they p- ended up paying half a million dollars to get their daughter into USC. That's a, I mean, it's a really good state school, but that's a state school. God, imagine someone paying that much to get, like, I went to UT, but imagine pe- people paying, that's, I mean, it I mean, does it remind me be. of someone paying $500,000 to get their kid but, to UT. you know, so, so we have, we do, we have Felicity and her kids, but really her kids have not been the main kind of focus of this, but Lori's her kid, kids aren't whose. So Lori's kid, Olivia Jade, as we call her, the other OJ, OOJ. She's OOJ. OOJ. She is being brought up a lot because there's a lot of stuff about her because she's a vlogger. So let's let's tell our audience who Olivia Jade is first. Hi everyone, I'm Olivia yeah. Jade and this is my brand new YouTube channel. On the channel, I'm just going to do anything that revolves around beauty like fashion, makeup, hair, etc. Um, I'm so excited to have this channel. Anything that has to do with beauty, that's kind of what this channel is going to be devoted to. I've been wanting to make this channel for so long now and I'm so happy I've finally gotten around to doing it. Please comment down below. <laughs> Please comment down below what you would like to see. Smack him! <laughs> I'll be putting lots of hard work into these videos, so I hope you enjoy them just as much as I enjoy filming them. And yeah, I'll see you guys in my next one. Bye! So Olivia much. Jade I is 19 years old. She is a vlogger. She's a beauty expert. She has a makeup line called Olivia Jade. It should be called OOJ once again. OOJ. We've talked about her on the podcast before just because it's funny that the child of Wynn Calls the Hard Star Lori Loughlin and a billionaire who founded Massimo is now a vlogger because that's just what kids do now. I forget why we brought her up. Like, we definitely talked about her. We talked about – and people reminded me that her sister – her sister's name is Isabella and she has at Bella on Instagram. And we were mm-hmm. like, how did that happen? And so there's a lot going on there. What I really love about Olivia Jade is that she was in the news a few years ago because on one of her many, many vlogs, she said – I hate school. I don't think that I'm going to be going to class. Like, I really don't think that I'm going to be going to class that much. And I want you guys to know, meaning her YouTube audience, that I am devoted to YouTube and I'm going to do all that I can to to keep doing videos. I don't know how much of school I'm going to attend, but I'm going to go in and talk to my deans and everyone and hope that I can try and balance it all. Um, but I do want the experience of, like, game days, partying. I don't really care about school, as you guys all know. She was trying to communicate with her audience. But now, in retrospect, it's funny because she's like, I hate school. Why did I even go? And it's like, mm, you have <laughs> Which no idea. Which is true. And I think that's something that I keep going back to. She says in this interview with – we get a lot of calls about him. Zach Sang, um, mm. a, a YouTube interviewer. He's like a – he's a. it's very strange. He's, he's a like personality. The, he's, he's like, like, like the radio host. one guy for, for YouTube or whatever. Yeah. What's that guy's and name? And he's like in his early 20s, I feel. Yeah. But she told him very recently, actually, I think in March, she said, mostly my parents really wanted me to go to college because both of them didn't go to college. I'm so happy they made me go. That sounds so terrible. They didn't make me. My sister goes to the same school and we're pretty much inseparable. So it was nice following in her footsteps a little bit. So I don't really understand here why when you are the child of a rich person and you are super successful doing what you do, at this point, why even bother 
going through the formality of college. Well, maybe the know? maybe what happened. Especially was also if you're no she, offense, if you're dumb, why are you even wasting your time? Maybe the the thing was that she was like, I don't want to go to school. I'm doing this YouTube thing. I'm doing it really well. Why would I have to go to school? And her parents said, you know what? You have to go. You can keep doing it. You have to go. We're going to make sure you go. And we're going to figure out getting you in and all the stuff. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about it. And you'll go. And so you'll- in that in – if that is, in fact, what happened, where she was like, if she really did put up a fight and was like, I don't want to do this, which does make sense. And especially like in this like student loan riddled nightmare, higher education world where we live in, where it's like, is college actually worth it? Is college worth the pain? Why is she doing this? But if that is what happened, I'm. it's, it's easier for me to believe that she had no idea what was going on. I thought that too, but then... They had in the um, – in some of the depositions, she was included on some of the emails. So whether she knew what, exactly what was going on is unclear, but she was CC'd on some emails with this guy. So how this worked, and I think we just need to break this down before, was there was this guy and he essentially was the center of the operation and he created a charity. So these – so the celebrities and all – there was – you know, it was, it was these two women but it was also 50 other people, other rich people too, were paying him into this supposed charity. And what he was doing was taking their money and using it for bribes. So he would bribe athletic coaches. He would bribe uh, test proctors to give people extra time to change the answers after they submitted their SATs. Um, the the emissions coaches would lie and say, oh, yeah, Olivia Jade is on the, the water polo team when she wasn't. And this is what this is how Felicity Huffman ties in because her deal with her kids apparently, which was written, was they were not on any sports teams, but basically the guy uh, bribed someone to pretend that they were on the water polo team. And what they would do was they took photos of them. Oh, no, it was a rowing team. They took photos of the daughters on rowing machines and submitted them like my daughters like love to row. And for other people, like not the Huffman or Lachlan kids, but they would Photoshop Literally, they would Photoshop them into water polo scenes to be like a Division One water polo champion, like and pretend like they were on the team. Which is like honestly, the truly, like the whole thing is just so wild. The guy who was responsible for doing all this, who would take the money and then funnel it to all those people who would like fake the crew, fake the whatever, fake the cheating stuff. His name was William Rick Singer. He pled guilty to four things: racketeering conspiracy, money laundering conspiracy, conspiracy to defraud the U.S., and obstruction of justice. So he's basically already said, "Oh yeah, I did all of this." I did all And this. the other interesting thing about this is that so the women who are who have been charged, you know, the two women, Lori and Felicity, but also all the other 50 other people that are being indicted for this, the only charges that they are getting charged with, which are not not serious charges, but they're kind of funny, is mail fraud. Because essentially what they've done is, yes, illegal, like all this stuff, but what they actually have physically done is submit false documents because it's technically these are all false documents. So Felicity um, and Lori, Lori, I think, posted a million dollar bail. Felicity posted a $500,000 bail yesterday. So that's kind of what's like a little crazy because it's, you know, these charges, I mean, they're going to they're going to get rid of the they're going to escape these charges. Like they're not going to jail like these two. Felicity was in jail briefly, right? And then Lori, they had to like she had to submit herself. She had to like come she back to fly. She was on vacation. And probably took a PJ. Probably took to a fly PJ. back. Took a PJ um, to get back there to kind of submit herself or whatever. And then she posted a million dollars bail. And you know, I mean, these are rich women. Like they're obviously going to be fine. And that's kind of why this is all a little bit funnier because it's such a like. It's such a selfish crime. It hurts no one. I mean, it hurts, it hurts the no institution. One. I mean, yes, it's 
it hurts the institutions, which, like, who gives a fuck? And it hurts kids that yes. could have gotten in legitimately, which sucks totally. Which is sucks. why it's fun but, to like, shit on them, because they really ruin thing. it for everyone else. Yeah. Like, they're ruining it for just, like, normal kids who want to go to school and want to pay the normal price it's to true. get into school. And I was looking at this other document that is on Sports Illustrated. Oh, my God. When's the last time I was on Sports Illustrated? Someone literally did pay almost $500,000 for their kid to get into UT Austin. Four hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars and one hundred and ninety-four. Right? They must be so stupid. And it says through a middleman named Martin Fox, who knew both Singer and Tex and the Texas tennis coach Michael Carter. Singer bribed the coach to designate that child as a student athlete and a recruit of the University of Texas tennis team. So wow, then you click forward on more. So obviously, these kids must be true dumb dumbs. The sports which I angle. Love. Yeah. So many coaches have been named and they're coaches from Stanford, Yale, Georgetown, UCLA, UT, Wake Forest, USC. They're all over the place. And it's like, yes, we're focusing on Lori Lachlan and Felicity Huffman. And we have a call about this. Um, let me just play it here. Hi, Weekly. This is Megan from New York. Um, I'm, I'm sure you've gotten many, many calls about this, but I'm just curious um, with the whole Felicity Huffman, Lori Lachlan um, situation with colleges, um, is there a reason why we are dragging Felicity Huffman and not William H. Macy? I think they're both them, but I'm just curious if you can unpack this. Love you. Bye. Good form, Bella Thorne. This question comes up a lot, and I think the answer is yes, just very easy. Because Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin are the famous ones. <laughs> like, we know who they are. It's easier for us to focus on Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin than it is for William H. Macy and Massimo whoever. Because Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin are the ones who we are endeared to. Lindsay, I feel like there's this, like, new special class I should be taking. And I'm not sure I can afford the, like, half a million dollars to bribe (laughs) the people to get into it. Have you heard of this class pass? You actually don't need to uh, bribe to get into class pass. You can I just, thought I you needed just... to bribe no, to get into classes. No, class pass is an all-access membership to over 15,000 of the best gyms and fitness studios all over the world. But I'm not friends with the chairman of the board. You don't need to be. You don't need to be. You can go where you want, when you want, how you want. Class pass is everything you need to make working out Fun. Wait, you're telling me I do not need to bribe anyone to get into ClassPass? No, you can try new workouts, studios without the commitment to a single gym or overpaying for drop-ins. That is unbelievable. So there's things like <laughs> yoga, strength training, spin, even boxing. I can do all of that. Yes, they have something for everyone near your work, near your house. ClassPass is literally everywhere. Hold the phone. I don't need to have Massimo money to do this. <laughs> no, Bobby, monthly memberships only start at $15 and you can cancel any time. This is unbelievable. <laughs> you can get your first month free at classpass.com slash try slash who. That is your first month free at classpass.com slash try slash who. Classpass.com slash try slash who. Before you even get to the court docs, which I think are hilarious, I just want to read to you Olivia Jade's post from... Uh, what? Where was this from? Olivia Jade's post from September 17th, 2018. So not that long ago, she posted, Officially a college student. It's been a few weeks since I moved into my dorm and I absolutely love it. I got everything I needed from Amazon with Prime Student and had it all shipped in just two days. Hashtag ad. Hashtag Prime Student. Hashtag all on Amazon. So Olivia Jade essentially is earning the money to post her mother's bail. Essentially, like she already was doing it. 
She was making this college education worth her time. Oh, I mean, OJ. I'm sure she. I'm sure she oh, was OJ. making. I mean, I don't even want to think about how much she was making per post on her Instagram. But she was probably making an enormous income from her vlogging and her Instagram and just her influencer lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, she again, she didn't need. She really didn't need to go to college. She's doing partnerships with Smile Direct Club, Clinique, and Lulu's. I mean, she's like literally, you know, making a ton of money. Um, I love this from BuzzFeed. Felicity Upham, we haven't even mentioned What the Flicka yet. How have we not mentioned What the Flicka? We've talked. There's too much here. We've talked There's about What the here. Flicka so many times on this podcast. Felicity Upham's lifestyle website or question mark of a website. It's like sort of lifestyle, but it's. What is it? What's the name mean? She sells mugs. She sells mugs. She gives women like inspiring advice about like being a mom and you don't have to worry about like being perfect. Like motherhood is tough, blah, 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 blah. All like very good, decent messages to be sending. But when you look at it under the framework of a woman who just got indicted for paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to get their kid into jail, I mean, (laughs) to get their kid into college, it's very funny. Here are some funny tweets collected by BuzzFeed's Jen Abador. 14 Felicity Huffman social media posts that suddenly haven't aged well. Number one, what are your best hacks for back to school season? (laughs) Number two, if you're going to do the crime, for goodness sake, have a proper alibi. Another one, rules of life. One, there are none. Two, create your own. Three, live them. My national kissing day partner in crime. She's kissing William H. Macy. First name, ignoring. Last name, responsibilities. Oh my God. And then number 14, parenting. Because just looking after yourself isn't enough of a challenge. Um, here's some fun stuff. I mean, I know I keep going back to OOJ, but she's really the one providing the most material here. Radar, this uh, last night, wrote, Lori Loughlin's daughter wants to post a vlog about mom's college admissions arrest. This is an amazing thing. It says, the Fuller House actress 52 ordered her 18-year-old social media influencer daughter to keep quiet, a source claims. Quote, Olivia Jade was ready to tell her side of the story, such a blo- touch such a vlogger, and claim her innocence on her vlog, the insider said. But she was told not to by her mother. Like, obviously, don't do this. Well, because she, she, I mean, she had, when she said that school sucked and she hated it, she got, people got angry at her, and she reposted an, I'm sorry, vlog. <laughs> and it was like, I'm sorry, like, I school's fine. Yeah, I just want to say something that's been on my mind a little bit since I posted my last video, because even when I posted it, I felt like a little weird, but then, like, seeing all the comments, it confirmed that I should have felt a little weird posting it, and... Basically, I said in that video, like, there was a question about college, and I said, like, oh, I'm not excited to do the schoolwork. I just want to, like, party. I said something super ignorant and stupid, basically, and it totally came across that I'm not grateful for college. I'm going to a really nice school, and it just kind of made it seem like I I don't care. I just want to brush it off. I'm just going to be successful on YouTube and not have to worry about school, and I watch it back and I read the comments and I'm just really disappointed in myself. I'm not here to make excuses or whatever and obviously I could have done worse but it's just annoying and frustrating to look on I guess because I'm not like that and I just I didn't mean it that way so I'm not trying to like come out here and defend myself or anything but um, I just genuinely want to say I'm sorry for anyone I've offended by saying that. I know that it's a privilege and it's a blessing and I'm really grateful. I think a lot of people obviously like to attack me because I've grown up a different life and um, 
again, that's not me. Vloggers are programmed to be ready to post the I'm sorry vlog. The other thing about Olivia Jade that was really funny that broke last night that I, oh my God. Oh yeah. So when Lori Loughlin was sent in or told to fly into Los Angeles to appear in court, her daughter was celebrating spring break, having a good time somewhere else. Obviously, the daughter isn't named and, like, isn't required to, like, come into court. But I think she just wanted to support her mom. She wanted to leave her fun vacay uh, and support her mom. But what's funny is where she was when this all happened. She was on, you guessed it, the yacht of the chairman of USC's board of trustees partying with her friends. Per TMZ, let me read this. We've learned 19-year-old Olivia was on Rick Caruso's yacht in the Bahamas. Caruso's daughter, Gianna, Olivia, and several of the friends were spending spring break in the area. Gianna and Olivia have been friends for quite some time, occasionally posting photos of them together on social media. So this guy is a billionaire. He's the chairman of USC's Board of Trustees. And he He owns owns the the Grove Grove and the Americana. What's also funny is I'm reading this and I'm like, this is how you get your kids into college. You join the board. You join the board. You become the chairman of the board of trustees. you befriend the board. I like, what is this guy's purpose if not to like help his friends out, you know? It's weird because it almost seems like it's like Rick should have gotten Olivia into USC. It's like, Rick, what are you doing? OOJ should have been in. Why did Lori have to pay $500,000 when Rick could have just put in a Rick, good word? Call your friends. Tell the board. She must have been really she must have been really unqualified. I'll say unqualified <laughs> instead of I mean, you know, fill in the blank I, of what I mean, that actually means. By the way, I'm just saying she must have been really unqualified. He says oh. Caruso came out strong Tuesday in the wake of the indictments, saying, quote, The charges filed today against employees of USC are disturbing, and the alleged activity is absolutely wrong. I am saddened that these people would abuse their positions of trust and, as the government has alleged, victimize USC in the process. There is no option other than zero tolerance for this type of behavior. As a result, USC has fired the alleged wrongdoers. So he's saying, like, don't look at me. I hate this. This is abhorrent. Blah, 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 blah. How could he not have known? He knows this girl. He knows Wait. Olivia Jade. You know when your you know when your daughter's friends are like not the brightest bulbs in the box. So it's like he's probably like, well. He just turned a blind eye? I don't know. It's Okay, wait. In the process of getting her daughter extended time so that Singer's employees could falsify exam results. Oh, so they would get extended time so they would have time to change the test after mm-hmm. she took the test. I just got that. Uh, Huffman hit a snag when her daughter's high school counselor offered to proctor the examiner's school. Rutrow, look like my looks like my daughter's high school wants to provide own proctor, Huffman wrote an email to Singer on October 2017. Oh my God! Rut row, rut row, rut row, Oh, we missed the best. We missed the best Olivia tweet. August tenth, two thousand sixteen. Olivia Jade wrote, "College prep is the worst thing ever." Oh my God! She has no idea. <laughs> she has, wait, you know what's so sad? Hmm. They made her do college prep, even though she was getting paid to go to college. Yeah, like, she didn't to get know. Into college. They had to keep her in the dark. If I knew, if I knew my mom Lori was spending five hundred grand to get me in, I'd be like, "Well, I'm not doing any of this. Why would I even <laughs> prep? I have to prep? Are you kidding me? I'm busy. I'm doing my YouTube." You know what I don't ever do? I never push my kids to. I always say, "Do the best you can." Yeah. Never. My, I was never that kid. They're fought. My husband too. Their dad. Never. We were never like. At school, you got to get straight A's. You got. We, we were never those parents. We were always like, you know what? Give it your all. Do the best you can. Because in life, if you give it your all and you do the best you can, there's that's it. That, that's all you can do. Is it? <laughs> Supplement that with about five hundred grand. <laughs> that's Lori Lachlan talking to what Buzzfeed? I can't figure out. Or is it Page Six? Page Six posted it. I love how these people find 
archival footage. I mean, no, it's incredible. It's like it, they're doing the job that like, we would normally why? be doing. I, I'm so impressed. It's they, it, yeah. It's so funny that like this video would have been completely worthless. Like I understand why they never published it because it's like, who cares what Lori Loughlin has to say about parenting? Uh, we give now no we fucks. Do. And now it's like, find the video of Lori Loughlin talking about parenting. What's crazy about this, though, is it just it, Felicity Huffman, it kind of fits with her personality. I mean, I see her as kind of like I know she always plays these roles, so I'm a little bit like biased by who she plays. But she seems like a type A kind of like brassy woman who's like, I'll do anything to get my kid into college. You know, like that is works for her. She would she would play this woman in a in a miniseries, don't you think? Oh, yeah. American Crime Season 3, Felicity Huffman plays this woman at the at the helm of the cheating scandal. Well, that's what I'm dying to for, to happen. I want there to be a dramatized version of this starring these two women as themselves. I mean, Lori, I don't know if Lori has the chops. <laughs> oh, please. She's she's been half of her life on television. She'll be great. She'll That's be true. Great. But okay, so but what I but what I mean about Lori is like so Lori is the queen of Hallmark. She's got a very heartwarming kind of vibe, like her personality. But now and we've her... seen the other side. You've seen the right, other side so of her. What's crazy is like this is like when when heartwarming mommies go crazy, like go you know, is this is what happens when you mm-hmm. but like but for Felicity, I don't know if it'll ruin her thing too much, but Lori, it's like this is like an ethical dilemma that will really like mess up her image, I think. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data, and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Who Weekly a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at whoweekly.robinhood.com. This is the problem with putting out so much shit on the internet is that when something happens, that shit is all still there. I mean, Felicity Huffman and William H. Macy's kids luckily are not vloggers, so they don't have, like, all of this stuff out there that we can just point to and be like, lol, you know? But for Lori and OOJ, it's like just one thing after another to find. But what's also kind of funny is that, you know, whenever anything happens to one celeb, they ask every person that's ever been in a role with them, and she has the whole full house cast. So now... (laughs) TMZ is coming across all these full house people and they're, they're like, like John comment about Lori and and they're like uh like they saw John they they found John and he you know he said no comment and like ran away but like that's uh, that's gonna be such a pain in the ass for them I think you know uh, John hello John John uh, what do you think about Lori Laughlin getting caught up in this collegiate fraud scam what do you think is gonna happen to her or, uh, you know, should her kids still be able to stay in the schools? Anything? Any words for her? 
Oh, one of the funny things, too, is that um, there was a quote from uh, Massimo, Lori's husband, Massimo, Mm -hmm. saying he said he talks shit about ASU. I'd like to maybe sit with you after your session with the girls as I have some concerns and want to fully understand the game plan and make sure we have a roadmap for success as it relates to our daughter and getting her into a school other than ASU. (laughs) Poor ASU. ASU is like, oh, excuse us, uh, we wouldn't even have let her in anyways. Don't worry about it. <laughs> ASU was like, this girl? No, not absolutely no, not. She absolutely does not meet our not. standards. No thanks. And then of course Megan McCain, whose uh, late farmer was the wait, late farmer, late whose late farmer, <laughs> whose late father was the senator of Arizona, was like, how dare you insult ASU? It's like Megan, did you go to ASU? Like, shut up! Like, please shut up. You can't just bring up your your ghost dad every single time Arizona is mentioned. This has nothing it's to true. do with you, Megan. You don't even you don't shut live in Arizona. Up. Get out of here. Shut up. So. She said, what did she say? To Aunt Becky's husband, who talks shit about ASU, the At McCain Institute for International Leadership does incredible work with students in cooperation with ASU, and I guarantee those students involved will go on to do great things in the world and didn't have to lie to get there. Megan, 34, wrote on Tuesday, hours after stunning charges were made public. Oh, shut Look, up. Megan, how did you get into college? Because you don't even seem like you're good enough to be on The View, so shut the hell up. I love this. We're, I, we're madder at Megan McCain than we are like at these Well, she's coming in here, like, stay, like... <laughs> Stay out of this. This has nothing yeah, to true. do with your dad. It's true, I love it's this. True, I I love, 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 love how they had to Photoshop photos. I'm going to read this. Some cases involve Photoshopping pictures of kids playing sports they did not play. For example, one parent emailed a emailed person one a photograph of his son purporting to play water polo with his right arm and upper torso exposed above the water line. In the email, Sloan asked, does this work? And then... Oh, my God. The person responded, yes, but a little high out of the water. No one gets that high. So the kid doesn't even know how to play water polo. No, of course not. They've never even heard about and water polo. Taking these photos. And then they have to be photoshopped onto stock photos of other people playing water polo. <laughs> what was the – did you do anything stupid to get into college? Like, did you do anything, like, no. you know, like not representative of you or embarrassing? No. no? Really? My college my college application experience was so fucking dull and boring because state school, UT, you just need to be in a certain percentage of the of, of the class. So you knew you were gonna get in? Yeah. I my <sighs> college my college me getting into college was just like you either get in or you don't, and like I was going to UT, it was never a question. So God. I'm so jealous. The the whole thing like like Josh talks about it, which was seems very classic of like a liberal arts education where it's like you go visit a ton of schools yeah i did that. and then you make a decision blah blah blah. Yeah. but me i was like i'm gonna go to ut my brother went to ut my sister went to ut i'm gonna go to ut and that's what it always was yeah and but that's applied. good though because you know you were the youngest so i was the oldest like parents don't know how to deal with that and they're like you know oh well i guess we do have to visit all these schools we i we only visited i didn't make my parents do so much we did go we visited McGill because I wanted to go to Montreal. <laughs> so let's go to McGill. And then we I wanted to visit a small school and a big school. So I visited NYU and I visited Bowdoin, like yeah. in Maine. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, I, I love NYU. I have to go to NYU. But then that was a big problem because once you decide you like have to go somewhere, you only have one choice. So I applied early. And the most embarrassing thing I did, I did get in off my own merit, okay, assholes. But my parents aren't that rich to like buy a building for NYU. But <laughs> – um, I used purple paper clips on my application, I remember, because, oh, because you, NYU, NYU was purple. was purple. And I remember it's so embarrassing that I put my purple paper clips on the application. That's actually deeply embarrassing. I know. I just That's was wild. like, should I have admitted that? Well, you know, it's like, 
what do you do? How do you even get in? Like, I didn't know anyone. I didn't, I guess I was like somewhat smart. I didn't do amazing on my SITs. I definitely, I wish my parents would have, you know, paid for me to join the water polo club or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I get like, I did, I did, I had, I did theater in high school. I did student council in high school. I was student council vice president in high school. Wow. He was um, in politics. I was in politics. Yes, I was. And um, I, I don't even. yearbook. Like and, a year and, Oh, I did year. I did um newspaper. I did newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't I do a little bit of yearbook? I honestly don't remember. I did a lot I of newspaper in middle school. What a waste. But <clears throat> SATs, like I'm reading about this SAT stuff and it's like, I don't even remember what I got on my SATs. Me neither. And I don't even like, think I did that well. I don't. Oh, I, de- if I, I feel like if I would have done super well, I would have remembered it. I did yeah. like fine, but yeah. I didn't prep. I was just like, oh, I got to take my SATs. Like oh, none of this was... You didn't take SAT prep? I did, I did like the SAT prep that like everyone in high school did. Like you could do it at the school. And I did that. So it was like I a few. A it was like a few oh, weekends that I prepped, and then like where you yeah. took like I took maybe like three fake SATs, you know. Yeah. And that oh, was you it. You were a real. You really fucking breezed through this. But then process. I just like took the SATs. I got the scores. The scores didn't really matter, you know. Yeah. Um. And then I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. You know how broken my brain is? The only thing I remember about SAT prep class is that me and my best friend did it together. And I remember driving in his car and it was the it was the week that the song Into Club by 50 Cents came out. Oh, that out. sounds right. Oh my yeah. God, did I just say 50 Cents? 50 Into cent. Club. It was the song Into Club by 50 Cent had just come out. And it was like, wah, 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 wah. I remember being like, this song is incredible. And we listened to it on the way to SAT prep class. And that's literally the only memory I have of that time in my life. God. It's such a this seems wrong this feels wrong to say, but it's say such it. a fun crime. It's a fun yeah. crime to talk so that's about. That's what I was trying to say, and then and it's I got a relief. wound up in my own problematic. And it's a relief to reasoning. have a fun crime because so many crimes are such a nightmare lately. Um Oh yeah. I mean, like every crime's a nightmare. But like here we have this fun crime that like here's Jane the Virgin star, Justin Baldoni defended Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin in the college admission scandal. Like, why is this getting a headline on BuzzFeed News? Please. He says, I think the road to hell is paved with good intentions, Baldoni said when he asked about the controversy on BuzzFeed News' uh, AM to DM. I can never look at what somebody else does and judge it. Bullshit. I yes, can. you can. I can. Did Bull you see the one shit. the guy from the guy from Breaking Bad was, was like these scammers? Wait, wait, Aaron they keep Paul? just asking. They just keep asking every famous person what they think. Which honestly, after yet hosting the serious show, I understand why you would do that because it's hilarious. You're Aaron like, Paul. I want to know what you think about this. No, they asked. Um, I sent it to you. They asked. Oh, the guy from Under the Dome. You got to use references. I understand. You got to use references. I understand. He said. Norris, 55, who graduated from Harvard University in 1985, slammed the, quote, rich fuckwads who, quote, cheated for their already privileged kids in a series of tweets on Tuesday. You remember he had one of my favorite tweets? No. Oh, <gasps> a porn. Porn gifts? Porn gifts. Porn gifts. Porn gifts. I think it's still up. He tweeted porn gifts. He says, gifts. I got into Harvard against long odds via hard work and perseverance. Neither of my parents went to college, so we didn't have the money to pay for SAT prep courses, let alone bribes. Shameful. It's hard enough, E-N-U-F, for working class kids to succeed without rich privilege taking the opportunity away. True fact, Dean Norris. When I think of all the kids who studied hard, stayed up late, had part-time jobs to pay for their college application fees, and then were denied rightly deserved places in elite colleges because some rich fuckwads cheated for their already privileged kids, I'm disgusted. I shall now breathe deep and go beat the shit out of a punching bag. Damn. Damn. Porn gifts. Porn gifts. 
Por- was it gifts. porn gifts? Porn gifts. Wasn't that the tweet? Porn gifts. Porn gifts. Wait, I'm still reading because I'm looking back on our text and I'm there's some great screenshots from these papers. Less than two weeks after, or about November 16, 2017, CW1 sent the Gianulis an email with the subject line, congratulations, with their younger daughter's con- con- conditional acceptance letter attached. Lachlan responded, this is wonderful news, high five emoji. CW1 responded, please continue to keep hush hush till March. Lachlan responded, yes, of course. Like, literally, I mean, the the evidence is damning. <laughs> the evidence is too damning. It's too damning. It's too damning. But I think with that, we can, we can end the episode, right? I, I, yeah. Is that all there is, is to there say? Is there anything else to say? Is there anything else to say? What do you think about, do you think that Lori is the them now? Do you think she was a who now? Do you think Felicity's a who now? Them oh, now? Oh, they're both. I think Lori was a who before. And now she's a them. Honestly, like... Or was she? Were they both just low-level them? I think they were both. Like they were low-level them. I think thems. Felicity was a them, and Lori was a low-level them, and now they're just both them's. They're both them's. Meanwhile, Massimo's still a who. William H Macy is a them. Also, this kind of just like defines how, because of the way that the people are responding to this, it makes me realize like we could we were kind of wrong about making Lori a who. She's who we, but like that she was fam- more famous than we thought. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And now mm-hmm. she also is. she was like um. She was very upscale. She was like, if she was were a who, she was very upscale who because of this, because of her like wealth. Yes. yes. You know? Now I'm wondering though, before we end, mm-hmm. I am wondering, mm-hmm. you you pointed this out when we were watching some of the Olivia Jade videos, some of her vlogs. Mm-hmm. She's not very good at it. No. She's fine at it. But she's, she's fine. Beautiful. She's not she's as good as. She's beautiful and she is clearly confident and she's good at makeup, but I don't really see like the, I don't really see it. Well, because we watch a lot of vloggers who are just, like, so magnetic and just, like, vlogging is their medium. Like, YouTube is their medium and, they, and they're and they good at it in an almost, like, scary way. Mm-hmm. In a way that, like, mm-hmm. Lindsay or I could never be, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, these these young kids who are good at it. Lori Laughlin's daughter doesn't really have that. And yet she has, you know, over a million YouTube followers. Much. She has – it's, like, part of me wonders – did she pay for those followers? <gasps> no, I don't think you. I'm not accusing her, but I'm saying YouTube like, subscribers. why would I never think about that? I don't know if you can pay for YouTube subscribers as easy as you can pay for. Twitter. But did she pay for like her anchor followers? Did she pay to get like her first hundred grand? You know, what? I think she. 000. But I, I do think she used the leg up that she always had, which was that her mother was famous, to get this stuff going, and like. And apparently that didn't work for her to get into college. That's what amuses me so much is that, you know, half of these people, you know, Lori and Felicity aside, the other people who we don't really know about, I understand if you're if you're rich but not rich enough to, like, really make a difference to build, buy a building or to do, like, millions of dollars type of rich. If you're rich in this – if you're rich in the span of, like, I could spend fifty to $500,000 to get my kid into college – I get, but I can't spend two million I, on a right, building, and I don't know any alumni, and I'm not really that connected. That I kind of understand that you'd have to go this route, but these two, it's so genuinely confusing to me that this is what they chose to do. Yes, um, but having said that, before we end, I do want to say one more thing, mm. which is that I would be the worst person on a college admissions no board kidding. because I'd be like, "Oh, come on, it's it's Felicity Huffman's yeah. daughter. Come on, that's fun. <laughs> Let her in." And they were like, "She got a two on her SATs." I'm like, "No, but that's and that's fun. why you're on the we love and, we love what the and flicker. that's why you're on the board of directors at ASU." <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But I think this is actually where we have to end. So thank you for listening to us. Thank you for all the calls that came in. Sorry that this week we didn't take that many, but come on, you got to understand. We had to talk about Operation Varsity Blues. Operation Varsity Blues. But I don't want your life. Continue calling 619 Who Them. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And Austin, Dallas, come see us next weekend, Friday and Saturday in your state. You can buy tickets at whoweekly.us slash live. And also support us on patreon.com. Slash who weekly also on sale shows uh dc boston and nashville are all on yes. sale too so go check those out and also later. oh god that that special episode is coming soon so the, this olivia jade and the serious stuff really just fucked us up but yes your two episodes a month are still coming um and i think that's all we have to oh, say Patreon. goodbye everyone you bye goodbye they want to know hey hey hey